Thabiso Musiya on SAFM. Before we speak to uh, BBK, let's actually, we played you a clip of Rulani Mukwena now, uh, having his reservations about Pesi Tau, even though he didn't say it directly about him coming back to the continent to play for Al-Akhli. But let's hear what Coach Pizzo Musimane has to say about this move. I was at Mamelodi Sundowns and I was with him. That was the last time playing football. Otherwise, Pesi hasn't played football. So he has to decide if he wants to play football, but first he must look after the finances. If he can get the same money he gets in EPL and he gets it in Alakli and he can be the continent, he can be the king of the jungle and he's happy to show people what he's capable of. He's not showing people what he's capable of. He's about to retire. He's 28. So, so those in, things are important. People say, ah, but he's downgrading. He's not playing where he is. You know what I'm trying to say? So do your thing. So for me, I would like Pesci to come here. Any coach would like Pesci to come in, in Africa. Come, let him come and play the club World Cup against Bayern. Let him dribble by and let Pessy show. Pessy, is a showman. He, he's got. A, he's like Messi. He's got so much to show you every week, and every week he's got something that he can show. So let's give him a chance to show. Okay, strong views there from Coach Pizza Musema. And send us your voice notes. I've already got a comment here on social media. Um, where's that tweet now? From Kanga. Sikribo, who says Dawu took a foolish decision he should also announce his retirement from international football. Come on, man. <laughs> okay, that's a bit too much now. But let's find out from the sports editor of the Sunday Times. Also uh, writes a column called BBK Unplugged. I'm sure you've You've read his strong views in the paper there every Sunday. Also host the podcast of Sports Live, and uh, that is Mr. Bareng Batukorjas, better known as BBK. He joins us on the line. Brabi, good evening from us on SAFM. Thank you very much for giving us some of your time tonight. I'm not buying you a lollipop, <laughs> even if you call me Mr. PBK. But uh, to your listeners, good evening. To your producer, De Caristo, good evening. And uh, thank you for uh, believing that uh, I have something to say on your show, Tadisi. Yes, you do, because you guys broke the story of Pesi Tau, that he was uh, going to join Al-Akhli, and uh, there were doubters there who were saying it is not possible. I mean, um, how did you first get wind of it? Um, the story uh, was written uh, via the pen of uh, my colleague, um, Nina Wantogo, who is the sports editor of Times Live, uh, our digital platform. And uh, we, we, we had been in close contact, you know, with Coach Peter Musiman, and you'll also recall that even Peter Musiman's departure from Mamelo de Sundowns uh, to uh, Al Ahli was also broken uh, on our platform in Times Live uh, through the pen of Matelane Mamabol. So mm-hmm. we, 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 you know, in life, uh, life is about building bridges as opposed to destroying them. Life is about relationships. Life, as a journalist, is about a contact book. And uh, if uh, Coach Pizzo Mosimane leaves uh, the South and goes to the North, and uh, he feels good, when we make contact, when we touch base, we are able to actually be in a position to find those things. It was a question of the contact book, uh, Tabiso, more than anything else that was uh, uh, able to enable us to be able to give South Africa the news that indeed uh, Upesidao is uh, not going to continue his time with uh, Brighton and over beyond, but is going to go to North Africa and, uh, as you said, play for the African club of the century, the most successful club in uh, the continent and also coached by a very legendary Pizzo Mosiman, as we now will call him, who is one of our own and does rank as the most successful coach at the moment uh, on the continent. 
So when this story fell on your desk, then did you did you guys believe it? Were you surprised? Uh, or not believe it? Were you surprised that it was actually going to happen? Let me look at it this way. Do you think that you would have published it if we did not believe it? Yeah, uh, that's why I said let me, not, let, me not say belie- <laughs> let me not say believe it. What was your reaction? Uh, the reaction was that, okay, maybe let's take a couple of steps back before we go forward, uh, Tabiso. Mm. Pesita who leaves South Africa having been a champion in the Confederation of African Football Champions League. Pesita who leaves South Africa having been an integral part of uh, what Pito Musimane built at Tlior Cup. And uh, Pesita who becomes the wonder boy or the poster boy of South African football at that time. And a lot of us, I think, are cheering and are celebrating the fact that he's getting this move to the EPL. Yes, Brighton is not Liverpool. It's not uh, Chelsea or Manchester City. It's not Manchester United. But when you look at the gap that had existed in terms of having a South African player playing in one of the biggest leagues in the world, uh, being EPL, you would have wanted to say, at least we're ticking this box. But now what happened then is that he had to move. He never got time to play at Brighton. He was shipped out on loan to go and play in and in Belgium in the Jupiter League second tier. Mm. And he did so well there. I think everybody knows. I'm not going to bore you with the facts. He scored goals. He was player of the season and all of that. And then he took a step up when he moved to Club Brugge. Club Brugge then introduces him to a great opportunity of playing where? In the Champions League. I think every soccer player who is wealthy sold around the world wants to play in the Champions League. A lot of them are never going to make it to the World Cup. But to play in the Champions League level is something to be proud of. And then now... Mm. Lately, he then goes to Anderlecht. He goes to Anderlecht and where he's under the tutelage of Vincent Company, and he continues to do sterling work and then the parent club writing recalls him. But now you look at when Pesita left, how old was he? You look at where he is now, he's 27. And like Coach Putomo has just said in your clip there, when you say in the great scheme of things, would you say that there's been progress in his career in moving forward? looking at the facts that I've just put on the table. I, I will venture to say there hasn't been much. There hasn't been much because when you look at Brighton after they recalled him, he played a couple of games coming off the bench. The hope sprang eternal when we saw him playing in the friendly match and he scored that beautiful goal. But mm. there was always that worry that he's going to have challenges in terms of deposing people like Mapei who are the main strikers at the club. And also when we saw... Um, Brighton signing uh, the Zambian striker. His name just escapes me now, and I'm sure you know him. Really, really knows him as well. So there were going to be limited chances there. So Hugo Bruce sends a letter of invitation to come to the national team. Mm. Brighton tells them that the player is no longer our player. Uh, the player is now where in Egypt where he's tying the loose ends with uh, Al Ahly. And what have you got? You've got now confirmation for the doubters who may have doubted our story. <laughs> Pesitao is having a reunion with uh, the coach who actually put him on the pedestal and put him on the platform to be able to get to a stage where a Brighton will have paid 50 million rands, which was the biggest transfer fee for any South African player at the time. Okay, the voice notes are coming in thick and fast, but I'm going to go to them now. But what is the thinking here then, BBK? Is it for Percy to revive his career and go back to Europe, or is he looking at the last big deal of his career, considering that he is 27 at the moment, like you said? Maybe let's just talk about the mindset. Mm. Our mindset as South Africans. Um, we need to persuade ourselves to move away from the thinking that 
all that is European is best and nothing else. We need to look at what is the Egyptian League. We need to look at the standard of the Egyptian League. We need to look at the money that is there in the Egyptian League. Uh, is it a question of Persitao downgrading? I really do not think so. I think it is a question of Persitao, like you say, perhaps revive his career, but Persitao playing football. Bafana Bafana needs Persitao to play football in order for him to continue being selected by whoever is the coach, not just uh, the boss that is Hugo Bruce currently. We need to say to ourselves, perhaps we need to have more than a Pito Musliman in terms of coaching. Excuse me, mm. being in Egypt. We need to have an exodus of players coming from the south to go and play in the north because in the end, these are the people that we play with uh, at Champions League level. This is the kind of experience that you get when we play qualifiers for the African uh, 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 AFCON. So you need to be able to say, yes, Europe is great, but we must be honest with ourselves. Are we producing the same caliber of player, uh, caliber of player, Tabiso, like we did back in the day? How many players have we seen being in the news for having coaching contracts in Belgium, in, in Denmark, uh, and, and in France, and, and suddenly they all come back in South Africa after a year or two without having really made great shakes in, in League One, without having really made great shakes in whatever league that they would have found themselves in. I don't think that we are at the same level. And also, if I take you uh, through what is happening in my mind right now, also, when you look at the current crop of players, yeah. you may say younger players. I'm, 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 I'm looking at Luda Singh, who yeah. spent some time in Europe. He's just recently signed for Copenhagen, right? Yeah. So he turned 24 early in August. I think it was August 4. And he's just moved to Copenhagen. We saw videos of him being welcomed into the club. But we crave to see Luda Singh making a big jump and holding his own, you know? And Copenhagen and also at bigger and better leagues because he's at Copenhagen, which was home to Smusiso Zuma, who while he was there scored 45 goals in close to 150 matches. I can't remember exactly, but mm. I think it was about in 145 matches, if memory is not betraying me. Now, one of those goals that he scored was an overhead kick that was so marvelous that it is engraved on the wall of the Copenhagen Stadium. Why? Because it was one of the most spectacular goals ever seen in that stadium. Let's go back to England. At Leicester City, who do you have? Kanye Lishabel. How old is Kanye Lishabel? He's turning 22 in September. Now, we all got excited when we saw glimpses of him being given chances to play in the Foxes, in the first team. And Hope sprang eternal again when he was going to break into the first team and we're thinking he's going to be another South African who's going to play there. But competition is tight there because you know as well as I do that there is a Nigerian duty there in that position. There is a medicine in that role. So you really need to be above average to be able to unseat them. So where is our point right now as we speak? Shipped out on loan at Shrewsbury Town in the League English one. Football League. Mm. League One. What about Kaukelo Chawuke? You mm. find him at Southampton. He turned 18 in January and he campaigns in Premier League 2 for uh, Southampton. So these boys are bubbling under the surface. You know, it's about Tele, Undo Somkulu. I think mm. a lot of South Africans appreciate uh, how he plays. Uh, we saw him also in the Olympics right now. But we need to go back to a time where we could produce players of the caliber of Lucas Kadebe at Leeds United, the captain they called him the chief. He is held in high esteem there. He is renowned at Elland Road. Lucas Kadebe has got a suite named after him at Elland Road. There is even a beer yeah. called <laughs> the beer there. He's got an honorary doctorate from the 
university there. And guess what? He also has many children. There are many little kids who are walking around in that town who are called <laughs> Lucas. And their parents are not because they are obsessed with Lucas. It's because of the appreciation of what he did when he was there. Where is uh, the late uh, Chipa Masinga? What mm. did we do when he was abroad? Our hearts swelled with pride during his time there. Uh, Sean Patnick, uh, Max is just to name a couple of names. So I think it is very imperative that when we look at the case of Pesitao, um, people have got their own opinions and we're all entitled to them. But I really do not think that it is a downgrade because I don't think the money is going to be terrible. In fact, the money is going to be very good. And when you consider the fact that even though Pito Mosimane Tabiso has not been able to win the league this time around, after he has won all the titles he has competed in, his president is fully behind him. Mm. Even though there are those al-Akhli legends who are never going to say anything good about uh, Peter Musimane, even if we were to walk on water now, like Jesus Christ, they will say there's a submarine that is walking on. Uh, is not working on water. So now the president is so supportive of him that now he's opening what? The checkbook for him to be able to make his signing so that Peter Musimane can then build the team in the manner in which, hopefully, he did with Mamelu the Sundowns in the eight years that is there. And you know, as well as I do, the track loads of trophies that he delivered. So, Pesitao on the field of play in Egypt, I am 120% supportive of that. Okay, there you have it then from the sports editor at the Sunday Times, BBK. I see the voice notes are coming in here. Let's see if they agree with you or not, Brabi. But I know uh, you will always get your point across whether people agree. You actually like it when we agree to disagree. But let's take a break it's and we'll a come conversation. back. conversation. I don't yes. want people to follow me because I'm not a river. <laughs> we must be able to have a divergence of views. And we also do that respectfully and also under the fact that Football is such a game that we all love so passionately and we feel strongly about whatever positions that you may hold. Okay, let's take a break. We'll come back with a voice note. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Hi, Tabiso. This is Akimatevola. As you know, these days it's all about business decisions. Uh, according to myself, uh, I thought Pesita will play uh, at English Premiership until or else he'll fight for his place at English Premiership until so. But coming back home, to me, I take it as a business decision or as a career decision whereby he must cash up if ever I can think like that. But uh, to me, I, I didn't like him to come back in Africa. This is Agma Tebola. I go with the pit tour. Pes is a brilliant footballer, so it's wasting time to keep him in England where he's not playing. It's a very, very good move for him to come to Africa. I would wanted him to come to to his former team, Mamelo de Sundown, which is my team. Thank you so much for a nice show. Tabiso, my brother, you split him to Tawai in the Tuzana. This move of Pesitao joining me, so I'm not, supporting, I'm not supporting the idea. But I feel like the boy, he really needs to play, guys. Let's give the boy a chance and a support. Because Pesitao playing is also benefiting our national team, South Africa. As much as it's down the English, the, the Egyptian league than the PSL. But I feel like, let's give the boy a support so that our Bafana Bafana can benefit as well. Dumelang uh, Tabiso, yeah, I'm I'm slightly disappointed. I'm sure you're disappointed as well that he came back home so quick. I mean, we all had high hopes for him 
we all wanted him to make it big there and i'm sure he also wanted to to make it big there but i think all of us you know we are behind him and his decision to 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 come back home and play some football you know i mean football is such a short career you know wasting it on the bench is obviously not productive so yeah i'm glad that he came back home but then my question is why is it that uh, our south african players when they go to europe they don't seem to make it big there is it really a question of talent alone i mean i remember tulanis rero before he left i mean she was huge but then you started seeing him in the champions league and he just looked so average is it a matter of talent what is it you know do they not want it more i, I don't get it i don't believe that it's talent alone so Nicholas here and uh, Cape Town. Listen, man, I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not judging this child based on his move to to Alafri. But yeah, all I can say, he should have, he should have spent more time, a year or two, uh, in England. You know, if I was him, I would have stayed with the, with the same club, irrespective. I'm, I'm spending time on the bench. The only thing I would have done, just get me trained more and more harder. You know? Yeah. That is what I would have done if I was Percy Chow. Nonetheless, what's done is done. Evening the member Tuana from Holanda. I think it's a good decision for Tao to go to Al Ahri because he he's not playing that at Brighton and we need him in the national team. Thanks. Hey Tabs, good evening. Um, thanks for a great show as always. I just want to say, you must remember something. If we were talking about a rags to riches story, then Percy Tower would be that story. We all love soccer and we all like watching sport, but let's remember what's behind it. His, his, his accomplishment in terms of finances. He's a millionaire in pounds. From where he came from and what he did. He could write a book, he can make a movie. Yes, we measure him on how he does on the soccer field and sport and all the rest and we all love it. But remember what's behind it. His success story is so great. He's made so much money. We all get up in the in the morning and we all go to work. You go to work. I go to work. And we do our best to try and make a living. He's doing what he loves. And he's a success story. He's a Rocky Balboa story. Rags to riches. Well done, Percy Tau. Brad Marisberg. Okay, thanks, Brad. Let's leave it there for now. And that's an interesting point you make because Coach Pizza Musiman, even when he was still here, he always said that he wants his players to be, what was the way to use generation? generational generation millionaires he basically wants them to create the legacy and make money for their families because he says south african footballers have not made enough money and if you have a chance to become a millionaire and go to europe he supports that because he wants the players to be rich and they must not be apologetic about it but there have been mixed views here at bbk and people are asking um the common question is why our players are not making it big in, in, in Europe. There was another comment that said a person should have stayed at Brighton and fought his way into the team. And you mentioned that um, he scored a goal in preseason. It encouraged it. A lot of people were delighted, hoping that he will get game time. Maybe if you can touch on those two. Should he have spent more time at Brighton? Did it look like he would get game time? And why are our players coming back? Who signed Pesitao at Brighton? Who was the coach? It was uh, Chris Whitting, was it? It was, it was exactly. not Graham Potter. Exactly. Graham Potter found him there and then the club sent him out on loan. But the point I'm making here, Chabiso, is very simple. Footballers must play football. 
they are not ornaments that must be displayed on the bench and to be looked at. They must not be people who do not make the squad for the game on the day. Pesitao's time with Brighton has not been glorious. And if you say Pesitao must stick it out, which I respect, but stick it, what, stick it out to what end? Is there a team that is going to come for him while he's sitting at Brighton and not playing? People are going to come for him if he is playing, if he's showing his magic as we know it. As to why South African players do not really make the grade in Europe, I think that it's a conversation we could have from Cape to Cairo and have it until the cows come home. At the core of this thing is how we develop our players. We celebrated now going to Brighton, but he went to Brighton at age 24. At age 24, and in this mm. country, we have this nauseating thing of calling someone who's 24 as a football player as a youngster. <laughs> a youngster when a Kylian Mbappe, a Kylian Mbappe at 19, is crowned the World Cup champion. When a Kylian Mbappe right now has got an offer coming from Real Madrid to PSG, to say we want to make this guy the pointsman for our rebuilding phase there by the capital of Spain. We need to be able to say Kylian Mbappe was able to get to that level because Kylian Mbappe's development did not start when he was 19. At 19, he was winning things, you know. He's played at the Champions League final with Thomas Tuchel. Of course, they lost that final, but the fact of the matter is he is doing it. The boy is doing it, to borrow from my namesake, the late Yuma Segel. The boy is doing it. Tina, Tina, we know what is wrong. We know what needs to be done. We just don't have any will to do it. Because if you look at the people who are supposed to be making sure that they create an environment that is going to be enabling for these players to be spotted at an early age, and get through the proper development and get to develop to a point where they can be leaving the country at age 19, 20 even, to go and play at recognizable leagues and actually not be part of the group, but be amongst those who are shining in the team. It will be something that will be a day when we all have to celebrate. Again, again, at a personal level in terms of the players themselves, the drive has to be there. The desire has got to be there. This thing of being mama's boys, if you find the Wuti, it's not made happening at the way you would prefer it to happen for yourself. It is a different standard. It is a different standard because our league is not at that level. We love our Premier Soccer League, but it is not producing players at that level. How many players have been promoted from junior teams from the TSTV uh, Disky uh, Challenge to go to the PSL and you find that they are not even given a chance by the team uh, coaches who are there? There's a boy at Orlando Pirates, Radio Pule, who was banging goals mm. left, right, and center. Uzimbabwe uh, never really looked at him when he was still there to say, let me bring him in here. Let me give him a chance because how do you gain experience? You gain experience by doing. Otherwise, if you are, uh, disagree with that point, I will then say, show me a shop that sells experience and I'll go sell a uh, buy experience for all these 19, 20-year-olds, 17-year-olds to be able to play at PSL. I'll buy them 25 years uh, experience. We need to start believing and we need to start believing. Even the Reserve League itself, the Tisky Challenge, mm. are those boys playing there at a level 
studies. So at a level where they should be saying that I am going to be promoted to the first team and I'm going to knock uh, Levasa, Le you know, mm-hmm. from the number one position. It's not going to happen through magic. We are very good at talking and not doing. And I think this is something that uh, goes across the the, 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 the the field in South Africa, especially in the political spectrum. People always say that this country has got great policies, but this country is disastrous when it comes to implementing those policies. So I think that at football, the cancer is also the similar thing. Whew. I wanted to let you go, but the voice notes are coming in. Maybe you might need to respond. Let's take the last four at least. Guys on the SFM family, I think it's good for Iparaboy to come here at home and play, play there in the Mediterranean. Yeah, that league is up there with the best, and he will rub shoulders with the best players of the world, even playing for that team. So there's nothing much on the field. We need him, not as a ball boy. Thank you, Ismail, from Ulovil. Good evening, Tabiso and SFM listeners. This is Ungosnati Walls from East London. Tabiso, for me, congratulations to, to Upesitao and thank you so much for Peso to continue to make sure that uh, Africa and South Africa in particular it's seen and realized and recognized by the world. Tabiso, it's not about where do you play or where are you signed. It's about the match, fit, game time and making sure that you realize your talent and your abilities. We do not need this thing that people are playing in Europe, people are playing for Manchester or Liverpool, but yet they just sit on the bench. He's good. Let him go there and let's see what best can he bring for the country. I do thank you. Rise, South Africa, rise. Tabizo, it's Paniza here from Deben, man. Ultul Matlanduna. Upetu PPK lapo, upete umshino ishinchayo, upetu general, professor of sports law. Um, Yaboma views about PPK, I 100% agree with you, but PPK, you know, on your views around Upesitao and what's happening with our boys, you know, overseas. I, I agree with you. I think we need to go back to that development approach where we are able to raise players, you know, who will go and just fit in at the highest level um, and i think there is a problem with our uh, national uh, team administration you know as well as you know the administration of sports in general in south africa there's a big problem it needs to be sorted out and in the level put it ppk but speak out so that things can be sorted out thank you yeah, okay. No, they are coming in and somebody says, Evening, Tatemusia. BBK is on fire. Thank you for bringing one of our best editors and soccer analysts. Matimu Wakashikombo on Twitter says, BBK is so clear, dishing out first facts. We still have a long way to go. And uh, so many people agree with BBK. Tsepomula uh, Pisa says, BBK making most of us who doubted, uh, who were not happy about the move, to believe that it's good. All the best now to Pesita. Well, thank you, BBK. The legend has spoken. And we're going to leave it there because when you talk to BBK, it's like we're not going to stop. I remember a couple of years ago when we went to KZN to his hood in Chesterville, we were driving there. Every second person in the street was stopping him to chat to him. And we took so long to get it to his house because everybody wanted to talk to him. And we were going to visit his family at his house there. So I think we have to leave it there so that we can get to the other conversations. But uh, thank you, Brabi, for speaking to our sports editor at Sunday Times. Of course, also host of uh, the podcast there, uh, Sports Live. And he writes a column called BBK Unplugged. Thank you for sharing your views here on SAFM. I appreciate your giving me the platform, Tabi. So in conclusion, also, I'd like to say when we hosted the World Cup, 
we believed that we were planting a seed that was going to be able to germinate and do something positive for our football. A lot of the head hunters there by Safa House were speaking about the fact that we are going to build an academy that is going to be on the same par as Clairefontaine in France, which has churned out a conveyor belt of talent. You can go to your Thierry Henry, you can go to your Trezeguet, you can count them and still come home. 2010 World Cup in South Africa was in 2010. It is 11 years later. There's still no sight of that. I know people are mm. going to tell me about things that are happening there by Van Valley and what have you. But I'm saying, talk, plan, produce, deliver, and you get the respect of the public of South Africa. I appreciate the engagement with the voice note and everything else, but I think Umar Landona is just being flattering because I'm his homeboy. <laughs> and Tabi, so in December, it's my birthday month. If you do have a gap, let us go back to Chesterville. I think Velile will also tell you offline the reason behind it. Of thank course. you very much to your listeners, and thank you very much to you, Tabi, as well. Thank you, BBK. Forget to get yourself a copy of the Sunday Times on Sunday yes. and get more from the pens of Mashatin uh, Pashele, Max Freedom, Sazi Hatebe, David Isaacson, Liam Delcam, and the, the hottest, in my humble opinion, cricket writer in the country right now, Uti Setomale. Hey, but Liam Delcama always comes with big words, man. The other day I had to Google Rectivism or something like that. Hey, 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 there, hey. there is a thing called the dictionary. It's a Bible of English. Bye-bye, Travis. Bye-bye, BBK. Bye-bye. Yo, Liam, and your big words in the Sunday Times. And they said, so we spoke to him on Monday, also part of BBK's team at the Sunday Times.